Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's up, everybody? It's Ryan and Preston here. We're, it's Monday. I believe it's Monday. I don't even know. I think it's Monday. And uh, start of another week for most normal people. Uh, it's just probably the seventh day in a row I've worked. So um, had a, hopefully everybody had a great Father's Day yesterday. Um, I didn't do too much. I went through some of my uh, uh, eBay stuff. Uh, some baseball cards. There's just way too many baseball cards. I need to hire somebody to just go through my baseball cards. So, but anyway, today we're talking about painting, uh, house painting, painting business. Um, and first, we want to say today is Tanya Freed's birthday. I haven't talked to her today yet, but we did send her a message. I did. Um, so, happy birthday. Hopefully, she's having a, a, a nice day with some very reasonable customers and great contractors. That's what we wish. Um, but that's it. So we'll, let's jump right into, uh, we're going to talk first about epoxy floors. Um, before we do that, here's a little message from somebody. Hi, folks. Ed Hurd, 86 World Series, New York Mets. And you're watching the Amato Podcast. There we go. So, um we want to talk about pricing of epoxy floors again. Um, it, you know, so I, I know what happens. You see the the, the nice pictures uh, of these these awesome floors that the guys are doing, and um, you want one. I get it because uh, my my garage floors on deck too. The only reason I haven't done mine is we've been kind of busy, and I don't want to take everything out of the garage right now. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. The one issue we're getting is we'll get a lot of requests that'll say, hey, I have a two-car garage. Give me a price on an epoxy floor. That is really hard to answer. Um, the floors, they vary so much. No two floors are alike. Um, I mean, unless you're you're building a brand new home and maybe the whole development has the same size garage floor and it's all been poured by the same person and it's all been sitting there for the same amount of time. That's the only time we can kind of give you some kind of accurate idea. Uh, there are averages for epoxy floors, um, but they vary so much because of the the preparation that's needed. So preparation is one. Does the floor have to be grinded? Usually 99% of the time, we have to grind your floor. Even with new concrete, we want to grind the floor and prepare the floor. Uh, we've got away from acid etching for interior work just because it's, you know, it's dangerous. You don't want to be messing with acids. Um, and they have other methods that you can do as well besides uh, mechanically grinding, but we go with grinding. You don't want to shot blast too much because you have to make sure that your coating is thick enough to cover up all the scars that the uh, shot blasting machine is going to make. Uh, so we grind. So do we have to remove a coating? 
Usually when I go to a residential estimate, um, there's failed epoxy on it because either they've tried to do it themselves uh, and they've used a kit from Home Depot or Lowe's. And we've talked about these before. The kits from Home Depot and Lowe's are not as good as professional epoxy and the epoxy that a professional company is going to use. And the reason they're not as good is because they're not as thick. That's the main reason. They still come from the same company that, that we use sometimes. I think Rust-Oleum, I know Rust-Oleum makes a lot of them. And we use Rust-Oleum products, but we use professional grade uh, epoxy products. So harder to use. They're quicker to cure and dry. Uh, it takes sometimes two, three people to, to do an epoxy floor because of the, uh, the amount of time we have to put it down on the floor. So if you're going to do your garage floor, I mean, just I understand budgets and everything, but um, the kits from Home Depot, typically I see uh, they'll stick usually. But if you go on YouTube, you'll see a lot of, of issues with floors coming up. The issue is you have to redo them too soon because they're too thin. You wear through the coating. <clears throat> um, so that's it. Do you have to grind it? Is a coating coming off? How much patching has to be done? That's hard to answer while you're on the phone. Um, plus, you know, we don't want to just start shooting pricing all over the place to, to people. We want to, again, we don't have to work for everybody and everybody doesn't have to work with us. Um, we want to, we love to develop a relationship with people because, you know, I see a lot of people when I go out into the, in the grocery stores or out and about, um, and we want to be around good people too. We don't want to work for people who just, you know, put a big dollar sign on our face and, um, they just go from one company to the next company to the next company and look for the lowest price for an epoxy floor. That that's a recipe for disaster. So, uh, when you do ask about pricing on an epoxy floor, it's pretty pretty simple. I mean, it, we just need some pictures sent over, uh, clear pictures of the full garage, um, some pictures of areas that are troubled, and uh, what type of floor you're looking for. There's a bunch of different types of floor. This is a partial flaked epoxy floor. Again, we've been over this, but the epoxy flakes are just kind of peppered around the floor. Gives you some anti-skid uh properties nice cosmetic work easily cleanable depending on what the top coat is this is a full fully flaked floor again it's just flakes all over the floor pricing's going up now because you have you have a lot more flakes there's a lot of flakes that go onto this floor right here so remember with epoxy not inexpensive and every extra step that you take so you want an extra top coat you want more flakes you need more patching it's all extra money. So when you say, you know, I'm looking for a discount. I have another floor over here. Can we, can we get a group discount? Uh, there's not a lot of discounts on epoxy floors because there's not a lot of room to save. I need, we need, I need professional people putting down the epoxy and applying it who know what they're doing and, and that's what they live for. Um, and we have to use the best products possible because you don't want the floor to fail. You're driving on it every day. Um, this is a solid epoxy floor. Another option, we do this a lot. The only thing with the solid epoxy floor is we still have to add some kind of anti-slip into it. Otherwise, it'll be like an ice skating rink, and we, we don't want to do that. We won't do that. Um, but a lot of people love this type of floor. Uh, we can do this in a basement. Um, we can do it uh, on exterior applications with the correct top coat. Remember, epoxy is very vulnerable to the sun, to the UV lights, and it will kill your shine on that floor very quickly if you didn't top coat it with the correct product and not epoxy. Um, so that's pricing. You know, I, I try to tell people don't shop around and you might think that that's what, what am I going to say? I own the company, but um, I'm telling you, don't shop around with pricing with epoxy floors. There's a couple things I'm not going to shop around for. It's probably, I'm not going to shop around for doctors who will give me the cheapest price. I'm not going to shop around for painting my kitchen cabinets and epoxy floors. I'm not shopping around. You want to paint a bedroom. You want to take your chances that somebody can mess it up or, or things like that. That's, that's one thing, but a, an epoxy floor, if somebody messes up your epoxy floor, you have to remove the whole coating again. You can't just go on top of their, their mistakes. So, you know, you're, remember you're hiring people for the experience that they've gained over the years, whether that's a painter or a carpenter or an electrician or, 
a salesperson or anybody in any kind of industry, you're hiring them for much more than what they're actually handing you. So uh, what else have we got? Uh, well, we can go off that. We can do some of the things that we've seen wrong with the box of floors that we've had to fix. Yeah, and I'm not saying that we're perfect. So we all make mistakes, and we will make a mistake, I'm sure, coming down the line. But it just happens. Uh, but we have, you have, just have to take your your due diligence and make sure you do everything correctly. So the mistakes with epoxy floors are going to happen on the preparation, usually. Um, when we grind a floor, I wish I had my samples here. When we grind a floor, we're trying to grind it to the proper concrete surface profile. You'll see CSP profile you know, one, two, three, there's different numbers for each profile that that's needed. When you get into shot blasting, you're going to get a heavier profile, which then matches up to the mills, the thickness of the epoxy that you're using. So if you use the wrong epoxy for the wrong preparation method, you're going to see all the little nooks and crannies that the shot blast created, or you're going to see the swirly marks that the grinder created. So it's, it takes a lot more than just buying a, a kit of epoxy and throwing it on the floor. You have to know the different um, CSP profiles versus uh, what material you're using. Not so much important for a residential floor, but definitely important for a commercial floor and required, definitely. So what would happen is if you had a failure on your epoxy floor and just say we used um, Rust-Oleum or, or whoever else we use, and it's a large commercial project, they're gonna come in, they're gonna remove some of that epoxy and start doing their testing. And they're gonna test to see if we achieve the correct CSP, CSP profile, concrete surface profile. Right away, I'm telling you, if you did not get the, the correct uh, specifications, you're gonna be fixing that floor. So now, if you did, other things that can go wrong are hydrostatic pressure pushing up underneath the concrete floor, so did you have a vapor barrier put into your to your home? Most likely, if your home's fairly new, you do have a vapor barrier put up. Um, the reason we ask that is because if not, we want to use a, a, um, a coating on top that's a, a liquid vapor barrier. We can do that. But nothing's going to stop that water. Usually, if you don't have some kind of vapor barrier pushing up, it's going to push the coating, the epoxy coating, and it could fail. Um, you're going to have expansion and contraction which is going to crack a coating because remember epoxy is not flexible usually, but there are epoxies that are flexible. Um, so nothing's going to stop that again. If your concrete's contracting and expanding, you can patch the cracks. You can do everything that you possibly want to do. Uh, you could still have a failure and that's not the coating contractor's uh, fault. They didn't, they did everything correctly. Um, that could happen there. Wrong materials. You could have mixed the materials wrong. You could have mixed them too long. You could have applied them in the wrong temperatures and humidity. The, typically, that's only going to cause a problem when you're applying it with application. Um, things will, if you have 10 or 15 minutes to put your coatings down, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to decrease it significantly. Uh, they're the main ones. Driving your car around all day and then pulling right into the garage on certain coatings is not a great idea. Um, we're using... A different top coat so even though i still wouldn't recommend that you should be okay but that's higher top tire pickup you're going to see where people pull in and out of their garage and the coatings go on right where the tires are um other than that i mean you, I mean, you don't want to take a, a really heavy monkey wrench and drop it from up at your head to the floor it's going to crack the floor um, nothing's going to hold that back what else do you got do you have a picture of the floor we just did the black one Oh yeah, I want to show you guys this floor. This is uh, so. This was for a friend of mine, and we've been over the story about working for friends. But uh, this was a different scenario, and Kyle took care of this whole floor. Sometimes working for friends is uh, difficult. They expect a little more than the usual customer. But um, this was a good one. This is the um, this is the epoxy floor. So we were so thrilled with this one because it was a different color. Typically, uh, there's a lot of stock standard colors, and everybody picks them because they look so good. But this gentleman, you know, has a flair to him. Uh, and I, I mean that in a good way. Uh, you know, I went to school with him. He still skateboards in, in the garage, so that's cool. But he wanted something unique. Uh, when you go into their house, their cabinets are black. I mean, it look everything looks pretty cool. And, um, yeah, that's the whole floor there, so... Again, we, we grinded this whole floor. 
uh, got up all the grease spots that were all over the floor. I think they did some patching. I can't remember. Um, marked everything off. Put the uh, the epoxy down with the flakes. Um, the epoxy is black, so that's the base coat. Then they put the flakes in, which are, are I believe are white and gray. And then um, top coat it with a polyaspartic top coat. So it's going to last him a long time, safe from the sun. So every time he opens up and closes his garage, the UV light's not going to be ruining the sheen. Um, and I think I think it's one of the best floors that, that we have done in style. I mean, we've done a lot of different floors, but I think that floor looks amazing. Right? That's one of my favorite ones. Well, that's like the, I think it's one of the first ones we've done a black – undercoat on usually it's just a gray generic and then the flakes are gray well i've done yeah. i've done metallic floors that have black bases and we'll get into the, a different different uh video one day on how to do some metallic floors that are that'll blow you away but um there's so many different things you can do you could go with a red floor with with flakes on top of it anything you can think of uh it can be done Actually, I'm going to look at one, I believe, this week uh, with a logo in the floor. So that'll be cool. Brad said, uh, looks great. I don't know if you've seen the comments. Oh, hi, Brad. There you go. What's going on? What else you got, Preston? Uh, that's pretty much it for the epoxy. Um, we can move on to uh, the customer questions then. Yep, we'll go on to customer questions, and before that... Hey, this is Dwyer Brown. I played John Kinsella in the movie Field of Dreams, and you're watching the Amato Podcast. Hey, guys. Want to have a catch? I think if you know baseball, um, you should know who that was with the movie Field of Dreams. Probably one of the, one of the most iconic... Uh, one of the most iconic scenes in, in sports movies. So what are we on? Customer, customer questions right here. There we go. So what do we got? Going off the epoxy, we'll start with the epoxy questions. Why do you grind most floors? Kind of talked about it a little bit, but. We've talked about that. So, okay, if you don't grind your floor, um, there could be many reasons you don't want to grind your floor. I don't want to grind my floor, but I will. Um Sometimes when they pour, I don't know concrete well. I probably we could get um, Gino or Tommy Buba on here to explain concrete to me. But I know when they, sometimes they pour concrete floors, they they trowel them very tight, which closes all the little pores on the concrete on the top, and it, it almost looks like it's sealed, but it's not. So if if our epoxy doesn't have anything to to grab onto and bite, which is what grinding the floor does. When we grind the floor, it makes it feel kind of like sandpaper and opens up a lot of the pores. And, and then our epoxy can, um, on a uh, molecular level, bond with that floor. If you don't grind the floor and it's troweled tight or it has a sealer on it or in it um, or it has a coating on it, you're risking the adhesion of the floor. No matter how good of products you put on there, the floor could could peel up. It could flake. Um, might not see it right away. So at the least, if we have a coating on there and the coating is sound and we don't have to remove the coating, we want to degloss the floor. So you might not see a grinder in that instance. You're going to see like a floor buffer like you see a, a, a cleaning company using, but with sanding heads on it. And they're going to dull that floor up. Um, if it's just concrete, bare concrete, we're going to use a grinder. And there's different heads that we use. We use diamond heads. Um, these things are very expensive, well, because they're, there's diamonds in them. Um, and we just want to scarify that, that concrete. It's nothing too aggressive. Uh, we use a HEPA filter, HEPAVAC, certified HEPAVAC is attached to the grinder. Everybody's safe. There's not concrete dust in the air. It's not all over the house or anything like that. So uh, very important to prepare the floor correctly. Now, if you, if you were dead set on not grinding the floor, and you want to sign off on any kind of warranty, we can also use a um, bonding primer. There's a We'd use a couple different bonding primers to just prime the floor. Price is the same, though, so there's not really much of a, much of a savings at all. The primer is very expensive. Um, 
And like I said before, we don't acid etch a floor. It's just not um, as aggressive enough that we need and dangerous. What else you got? Uh, I got a comment. It says, how do I apply for a job? Oh, that's a good comment because we're always looking for people. And um, if we can get that person's contact information, the the easiest way is to email us at jobs, J-O-B-S, at Ryan Amato Painting, LLC, Dot com And if I was quick enough, I could type that up here, but I'm not even going to try. Or call us, 484-821-7112. Or go right on the website. And right at the top, there's a big, I believe it says help wanted or now hiring. Click on it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have you submit a form and we will get right back to you. Actually, my daughter's downstairs on a mission right now um, going through anybody who has ever applied here. Um, so if you have applied here, she's probably going to call you again. The issue we have when people apply, it's very strange. Um, and we've always had this issue. So this is not a, 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 a COVID-19 issue or a pandemic issue or people are on unemployment issue. They apply and can't follow through. So that's a very bad sign for somebody who would want to work here. I'm going to put that right up, Preston. Or you can. That's a stream. There you go. Yeah, so this is the employment application. All you got to do is go to About Us and then Employment and scroll down. You can either go to Indeed or just fill out this form right here. Yeah, and if you click on Indeed, it takes you right over to the Indeed place. Like I was saying, it's not the problem of applying. We have plenty of people apply. It's their follow-through. Uh, I don't know what the issue is. We, we've we've double and triple checked it on our end to make sure that um, we're actually following through. Um, the problem is, is after we contact somebody, they don't come back. They don't follow through. Not everybody, but a lot of people. So, I mean, it's a great, it's a great trade to be in. I mean, you know, I know a lot of painters and that's what our family did. And I know a lot of other families, that's what they do. And you can make a good living. And even when, you know, craziness like the the pandemic starts. Um, once you're allowed to work, there's still work. So there's always work. If if everything went crazy and there was no more Amato painting, Ryan Amato could still paint. So you have to remember that. You can go. I can go do. I could go do decks, and you know, I just did that roof on the or the job on the roof with one other person. I could go do those things all day and make a lot of money, more money than I make uh, with a bigger company. It's strange, but um, definitely apply for apply. We're always looking for, for men, women um, with varying levels of experience. Uh, we do use contractors now, so you, you should be expected to have your own equipment. Um, that's a whole nother video we'll do one day, but definitely apply. Um, we have, Many different types of people that work here. A lot of a lot of women right now, which is awesome. Um, for a while, I couldn't couldn't find any. I worked with a lot of women in the painters union, but around here there just wasn't that many applying. Um, but it's good to have a, a lot of different people around, uh, especially from different backgrounds. And uh, I don't know if we'll get into it today, but I did want to talk about. We don't have to get into it now. With so many different people of different uh, ethnicities whether they're uh, African-American, whether they're from uh, Spain or Chile or Chile or Mexico or wherever they're from, uh, you know, uh, not me personally, but they experience definitive racism. Uh, it, it's a shame. Sexism with, with the women. Um, so that's something I do want to talk about. I don't usually get into, like we just talked about, I don't get into a lot of... Uh, political stuff but when it directly affects people and the way the way they 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 feel when they go to a job of ours or out in the public and people treat them horribly uh they're not the type of customers we're looking for either so those kind of people have to be cut off uh, immediately but we'll get into that i want to do that video someday yeah and, and maybe talk to talk to a lot of them and and get their their opinion because i'm sure if i see it i would assume that they feel it you know, if somebody says, I'll give you an example. I guess I'm jumping into it. Um, 
we'll hear a lot. Oh, I don't want Mexicans on our job. I, believe it or not, I hear that a lot. Preston, you've heard it when you yep. were, when you were managing projects. Uh, doesn't even matter if they're from Mexico. For some reason, that people just equate anybody who who has a little tan and maybe is from a different country to be Mexican. And what's wrong with Mexicans anyway? Um, I like to be around a lot of different people. Uh, I think you learn you learn a lot of different values and customs and everything. You learn about different foods and 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 a whole bunch of cool stuff. But uh, boy, there's just some people out there that that well, you see, you see the people, you see the the thing that everything's going on in society. You see uh, how people treat each other. Um, the girls experience it with with men who don't want to talk to women, um, which is crazy. Uh, so, you know, we just had a person who didn't want to speak to a woman. So my solution was to send two women. That's the solution. Send two women and give them his money back and we're done. That's it. So that's how you handle those, those kind of people. I don't know how to handle the bigger issue, um, but I do want to do a video about it one day and maybe really jump into it. And I think our, I think our guys have done guys and girls have done a great job. They're very professional about when, they are faced with those situations. Yeah, because I'm not so sure I would I was, be able I was, to. I was going to say, I don't think I would be able to handle myself, but they do a great job. Yeah. What else? We were talking about epoxy floor. Are we yeah, all so last epoxy question is uh, why use a top coat on, a, on an epoxy floor? We talked about it. So if you don't top coat your epoxy floor, epoxy is very vulnerable to the sun, to the UV rays. So you could have a little window in your garage. You could have you're opening up the garage door every day or whenever you go in and out of it and it's going to get zapped with uv rays um it's going to change the shine of your floor very quickly and it might do it in spots wherever the sun's shining it could change the color definitely change the color uh, you don't want to do that so the mistake i see a lot is people will put the epoxy down and the flakes down and then leave the floor and then the shine is just eaten away over over months periods um or the color changes especially closer to the door or wherever that window is the color changes you also want to protect those flakes so if you get past your flakes the only thing left is the epoxy that you put down and remember we're using not we you guys are using homeowner epoxy now you didn't top coat it you have just the flake there and you have a very thin coating on you're running through your epoxy very quickly so um I mean, I know we've went back and redid epoxy floors that other people have done in a year. So that's the time that you have to just think, okay, maybe I spend a little bit more now, but it lasts me double, triple the amount of time. So it's actually cheaper than the cheap job right now in anything you do. It's also important to maintain that top coat and resurface it then after a yeah. while. And that's easy. As long as you didn't get below the top coat, again, we just come in like I just talked about on the other floors. You take a little sander to it. You don't have to grind it. You just sand it uh, to get the gloss off and put one other top coat on. Not an inexpensive product, but it's not the whole process again. Next question is, why do we use subcontractors? Oh, that's a whole that's a whole separate video. So um, I'll do it quickly. So... Um, People have a misconception, as I as I did too, and as other people I've talked to have a, a misconception that when you use subcontractors, the work is crappy. Um, but let me tell you, the work can be crappy if they're your employees or a subcontractor. So um, what we were experiencing was we were very good at marketing. We were very good at um, the client relationships, you know, and some people will dispute that. I mean, there's always going to be people here and there who there's nothing you can do to please them. But, um, you know, we've won awards for our, for our customer service, uh, for our jobs. Um. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's tough to do is to watch and babysit and make sure employees are working and producing um, all day long, every day and planning ahead. I mean, these, these are, these are tough jobs. If you don't plan ahead on a paint job, you're wasting so much time, which is so much money. Uh, and then the employee's still getting paid. He's getting paid hourly or she's getting paid hourly, but the company's not making money. So you could have, all these jobs going on. Wow. It looks like you're so busy. It looks like you're so busy. You're working all the time and actually you're making no money because they've eaten up all the time on the job. And the first complaint you'll start to get was it was estimated wrong or the customer's picky or it's taking extra coats. So by switching our mindset and using professional companies who already have all their processes down. They manage their employees. Um, they have a vested interest in doing the job correctly because if they don't do the job correctly, they're not going to get paid um, and they're not going to get more work. So it eliminated for us a lot of legwork on, the, on, on this end where we could focus on building the company and making the company better rather than chasing... Um, like a dog chases his tail around. That's how, that's how it felt with employees. And trust me, I know companies who have a lot of employees and it works out great for them. I know companies who have subcontractors that works out great for them. And I know vice versa where it doesn't work out for them. So they have subcontractors and it's horrible or you have employees and it's horrible. So I think it's not one, one, uh, one thing fits for each company. I think you have to find what works best for you. I have people call me all the time now. Actually, I have to call somebody who who they want to know what the subcontractor experience is like for their business because they're tired. They're so tired of all the troubles of payroll, of of employee issues, employee relations, payroll taxes, um, you name it. I could tell you stories about employees. And I met a lot of good employees, too. So this is not not a bad thing. Even employees who left on bad terms still friends could be friends with them. It's not a big deal. It just didn't work out here. So by using subcontractors, we've, we've eliminated a lot of that BS. They're responsible for the, for the, for the quality of the job and there are people on the job. We manage that job site. We make sure that everything is good. We have work coming in, they get work, they get the work done, they get paid and we start the whole process over. Um, it's just a different way to pay them. Employees get payroll taxes. Subcontractors get a 1099. 
There's no other difference for us. All right, that was good. Um, <laughs> let's go into why do we choose some of the paints we use? Okay. Um, sure, I mean, yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm not going to go through every paint right now, but no. uh, when I do an estimate, I'm estimating the job based off of the paint that that I think will fit their budget. So what's, what's that mean? So if it's an exterior paint job, it's more important because it's protecting the surface. It's protecting the wood. So a lot of jobs you'll see if it's wood, I've, I've estimated duration. I like duration from Sherwin-Williams. Um, and I'm sure Benjamin Moore has a, a comparable product. I'm just talking about duration right now. Uh, thicker coating protects the wood, goes on thicker. You can get an extra coat out of it. If you put two coats on, it's so thick you get three coats essentially. If we're using aluminum siding, I switch to a different product. If I'm painting metal, like a, a, a Bilco door, the, the doors that take you to the basement, I'm using a different product. If I'm doing the interior of your sheetrock walls, now protection is not that important. Washability is important. Um, color is important. So I'm switching products as I go around. Um, I'm not just using one product for everything on each different surface uh, as I see fit. So uh, especially on epoxy floors, we switch products from job to job all the time, depending on what the actual job is. So what I would caution, and I told somebody this morning and um he had a million questions and it's fine i understand everybody gets excited about their jobs and i can appreciate that um but i can tell when people are reading google and home advisor and they're 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 doing their research because i'll start to hear buzzwords that no homeowner should even know so that's when i open my my ears up and i'm like okay well why do you want to use a uh polycuramine epoxy floor where i mean that's a word that maybe a lot of the painters don't even know so I, I'll, I'll dig deeper into that to see why they want to use those products uh, it's usually because they read something online but you have to remember when you're reading all these things online that's not real world uh experience you know i can i can pull up a data sheet or a data sheet and, and read them and it tells me how to apply the paint and what temperatures to apply it in and all that other jazz, but it doesn't always work that way. You might get out. I was doing the roof and um, I start one area and the sun's beating on the surface too much. So now I got to move to another area and that area has too much moisture on it. So now I got to go over here. So you have to keep switching things around. That's why I always um, caution people when they call up and say, Hey, it looks like it's going to rain today. Maybe you guys shouldn't come out. Well, that's something that you have to let the painters uh, figure out because they've been doing a long time. Remember, we talked about paying for the experience that the, that the people have, not just paying for the service. When you, when you realize that you're paying and you can appreciate the service and the experience and the um, training that everybody has, whatever service you buy, it's so much better than trying to trying to pick it out of uh, out of a price. We really have to get it out of our heads that comparing any kind of service or contractor solely by price is the way to go. You'll have to do that if you pick them by price. Um, you know, I, I see a lot. I go on Facebook. I'm not active on Facebook, but I go on it a lot just to see things. And, um, boy, I see so many times that a contractor messed up a job when it turns out that it wasn't a contractor. It was maybe somebody who worked for this for the contractor and wanted to do a side job or somebody out of work and did a side job. So, hey, it's cool to save money and have people do side jobs. I get it. But you're taking you're taking the chance, you know, if. if God forbid that person painting the exterior of your house on a side job falls and hurts themselves, catches your house on fire, which is possible. Um, you have no company to back them up. You can't go to the company now because the guy was or girl was doing a side job. So you know, that's when I go back to, I hear everybody crying right now to, to support small business and support the local restaurants 
and whatnot. I mean, you really have to do it, not say it and then go hire somebody because they're only charging you $10 an hour to paint your house. So that's my spiel there. <laughs> Did we do the uh, COVID disinfecting yet? Uh, nope. All right, let's do that. So if everybody doesn't know, we are now offering a disinfectant service. Uh, basically, we can help commercial businesses, facilities. That's the main main key areas. Um, for residential, not so much. We could come out and, and do swing sets, which I would recommend. Um, you know, plastic swing sets, wooden swing sets, things like that. Uh, benches, whatnot. Uh, but it's mainly for facilities, businesses, restaurants, hair salons. Um, you can come in off hours once you close up and just disinfect the hard surfaces uh, quickly and make sure all your customers and your employees are safe. So uh, it's definitely something you have to do. You want to make sure it's protected. We don't know much about how long this is going to last or when it could recur. So why not stay on top of it? It's an extra service. You could do it on a one-time basis. You can do it on a recurring basis, maybe weekly, bi-weekly, monthly. Um, no harm. Just give us a call, 484-821-7112. You can see it on the bottom of the screen here. Or go, again, go to the website, uh, ryanamatopainting.com, and click on the drop-down and just send us a link. We'll come out and take a look at it. Um, nothing, nothing will hold you to. Uh, again, it's for facilities. Um, restaurants, like anything you can think of, businesses, uh, stores, uh, anything. Completely uh, hospital-grade uh, materials that we use. Uh, goes on the surface, kills things within 10 minutes, and you're good to go. Cool. Um, Kevin Real said, great job, guys. Well explained. Hey, Kevin. I haven't seen you in a while. Hopefully, you, you and your family are doing well. All right, before we get into the contract tips, roll a commercial. Do you have one? Yep. All right, I was just looking at Kevin Reels. Uh... Hey, my friend, this is Mike Cameron. You are watching the Amato Podcast. Check out my new book, Becoming a Better Man, When Something's Gotta Change. Maybe it's you. Hey, if you guys don't want, don't, don't know Mike Cameron, you should go on to his, uh, he's on Facebook, he is on uh, YouTube. His videos are, are beautiful. Um, and he went through a, a tragic event where his his girlfriend was killed by her ex-boyfriend. Um, and he had to come to terms with dealing with his feelings. And uh, it, it's pretty interesting stuff and some things that can help out a lot of people, certainly. Mike Cameron. Um, so contractor tips. Okay. What do we got? What are we talking about? Well, we talked about racism, so we can skip that one. Um, budgets on job sites and how to keep track of them. Okay. So Kyle is a good person to talk about this and maybe we can bring Kyle on one day. Uh, so the reason you're obviously this is so simple, but the reason you're keeping the budgets on your job sites is because you want the company to earn money. But what happens is, and I know a lot of painters is, you know, they're keeping a balled up receipt in their pocket. And by the time the job's over, they don't know if they spent double on the materials or, or they had 10 gallons of leftover paint. And, you know, you start getting into five, 10 gallons of paint, a gallon of paint now could be from 40 to, geez, $75 times 10, that's $750 of extra material you could have on a project, give or take. I know it goes up and down. Um, but then you wonder, you know, where did the money go? So when you have a larger company and you have five, six, 10 jobs going on at one time and they're all losing, you know, <clears throat> over ordering $500 on a job, that's ten. That's $5,000 a week you could be losing on materials and you're losing it. It's not like, oh, well, you just didn't make that money. No, you lost $5,000 of extra paint that you could have had in your pocket, whether you're the owner 
whether you want to take that money and invest it into the, your employees or your contractors or to to tools, um, whatever. So, and that's that's only a week with 10, 10 people times 52 weeks. I mean, you're talking a lot of money. <coughs> so keeping budgets on, there's a lot of different apps to do this. Uh, we've, we've gone back and forth a million different ways. Um, for subcontractors, it's different. So we, we basically give an allowance on the project based on general uh, historical data that I know how much percentage that we use on whether it's residential, interior, exterior, or commercial or epoxy floors. So now Kyle can tell you epoxy floors that his budget's going to be higher. So sometimes materials creep up to 40%, sometimes 50%. Same with commercial. Commercial goes a little higher than residential. But on residential, if you can teach your, your painters and your contractors are going to know this because they want to make the ultimate maximum amount of money that you have to budget your projects because this is what you could be losing. They'll start to do it. So, and the only reason, the only way to track that is to have communication and make sure you're meeting with everybody all the time or somebody's in charge of this. So you can't have a huge company and or even a medium-sized company and just have everybody go into the paint store all the time so the way we do it sherwin williams has an online system very easy to track we get emails right away you can see if something's off or you can see if somebody tries to buy something on our account uh, all of our jobs i don't want to tell you how we know but um they all have special codes that you, you can't buy anything without these codes uh, the stores know who's uh, allowed and not allowed to purchase things. Um, Tanya's checking them as they come in, and she's doing a or should be doing. We'll check you, Tanya. She should be doing a job costing on every job. I know Kyle does. Kyle has a vested interest in each epoxy floor he does, and he does a immaculate job at job costing. I mean, it's perfect. Um, Give or take. I mean, some things he might be, you know, $5 off, $10 off here and there, but it's caught on our end because Tanya checks it. Um, and that's it. So, I mean, you have to budget. You have to budget your job sites. Um, there's like a billion different apps for it. It can be done on on Estimate Rocket that we use. It could be done on other apps. It can be probably done on QuickBooks, I'm sure. Um, I just haven't got into that. Kevin says, hope you're well too. Go A's. <laughs> I wish I had that picture. I'd pull it up. Is that the picture of you when you were younger? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> um, next uh, contract tip is about policies and procedures. And uh, if you haven't watched the Contractor Flight podcast with you, that was a good subject you guys talked about in it. Say that one more time. I was looking for that picture. I apologize. Uh, the contractor fight, the podcast you do with Tom, you guys talk about this a lot. So that if you haven't watched that yet, that would be good to check out on um, the links somewhere on our Facebook. Yes. Did the video come out yet? No, I don't think so. Okay. But it's on iTunes and we share the link. Yeah. If you guys don't know Tom Reber, he, um, again, you can find him on Facebook, on um, Instagram. I find, I found him on YouTube from years ago. He offers so many contractor tips. Uh, basically is to just get your head out of the sand as a contractor and stop letting people take advantage of you. Uh, so many tips for free. You don't have to pay him anything. He's not going to hound you. He's not going to inundate you with emails and call you up trying to sell you things. Um, because you know, other people do, I bought a t-shirt one time. I'm not going to tell you from who, but I bought a t-shirt one time just cause I liked the slogan. I forget what it said. Actually, I know exactly what it said, but then it'll tell you who it was from <laughs> t-shirt and boy, they texted me, called me. Why, how could you buy a t-shirt and not be interested in buying the plan, the sales plan? I'm like, boy, I just bought a $20 t-shirt. I don't want to really want to buy a $10,000 sales course. Um, but here's Tom Reber right here. So he's a good guy. I like him. I like people who, who just tell you like it is. Um, there's no, 
you're not going to wonder what Tom's thinking about. He simplifies the sales process. So just as, as, as we're doing, um, so you wonder why we're doing virtual estimates. And I'll tell you, Tom, Tom is one major reason right here. It's because we were wasting so much time. I mean, literally last week I did 35 or 37 estimates. There'd be no way that I could get out to 37 estimates just to find out that probably more than half of them were a waste of time. They were just people looking for pricing. So why not solve that on the phone right away? There's, you're not hurting anybody's feelings. Um, you're not wasting gas. You're not wasting your time because remember your time is valuable no matter what you do. You just go and, and uh, pick up the phone, have a simple conversation um, I mean, you can tell most of the time if this is somebody that you want to work for or they want to work with you and, um, just figure it out right there on the phone. If it gets past the phone, then you can move on to maybe you want to go meet them. But I'll tell you, we've been selling a lot of stuff just, just virtually same time. I am going out to almost every commercial epoxy floor, not residential, but epoxy floors for businesses, um, commercial estimates because they're larger. You're talking about a lot more surface area and a lot more areas where something can go wrong. So Tom Reber, check him out. I, I highly recommend him. Uh, I kind of feel like we, we speak the same language in some ways, um, but he's going to tell you the way it is. You're going to find out that maybe you're, you're not making so much money that you think you're making, or maybe you don't need to do as much work as you're doing. What if you could do less work but make more money? Wouldn't that be cool? And you can. <laughs> you don't have to take every job. I forget what you said. The one thing you said about would you rather make a something about a dollar, easy way, or or something about that? But it was good. But uh, if you're if you're doing simple math, if you're doing ten jobs, and those ten jobs are five hundred dollars a piece. So that's $5,000. But what if you could do five jobs and double your cost and it's still a reasonable price for the people and you don't have the stress put on your company. You don't have everybody running all over the place. Um, you don't have, you know, one person on jobs when you should have had two, you can, you can kind of rein everything back in and sell the jobs that you want to sell. And leave those other ones to other people. There's a lot of painting companies. There's a lot of electrical companies. There's a lot of carpenters. There's a lot of other companies who will take on any work. All right. Last question, I guess. Um, it's about the last few days about being the biggest client and doing your own punch list. So we kind of talked about it last time with the job that you were on. But you can explain a little bit more about that. So I'm still looking for that picture, Kevin. I'll find it. So what I, it was good. That job was a good job because, um, I had an apprentice with me and I could, I found it. I could, um, I could explain to him the apprentice how to hang on one second, Preston. I could explain to the apprentice on why it's important to make sure that before you go show that job to a customer, um, the job looks good. So now people will say, well, that's crazy. The job should look good. But when you're talking about a huge job um, or anything in those realms, where we were there three weeks. This could also be an exterior uh, house. So what I like to do when I'm on a job is I like to go through, if you're trying to, to, to fine tune the job as you go along, we found that it takes a lot longer. And you're gonna be doing touch-ups at the end anyway. So why don't you do the bulk work, the, all the heavy work, the rolling for commercial work, all the spraying. Don't worry about those little things you missed over there. Clean up as you go so the job looks clean and neat as you go. But as the job starts winding down, reserve time at the end to do your own punch list. And now here, here's where you want to be the pickiest person in the world. And you know those picky people if you're a contractor. They're, they're, 
they're out of their minds. They have flashlights. They they're on their hands and knees looking at different things. They're they're all over the place. Um, you want to be that person because what you don't want to do is you finish this whole big job. Now I was just on for three weeks, and you go grab the person you're working for, and he has a five page punch list. You want to make that punch list as short as you possibly can by doing your own punch list and explaining that to the people that you're working with. So as I'm explaining this to the, to, to Kane, he's still missing things as we're going through. So I, I have to be, you know, exact Kane come off this side and call me and I'm going to come back and look at it again. Cause that's how it goes. So as soon as I look at it, we move to the next side. You can't go too fast through it. Otherwise you're going to call the person that you're working for. You're going to, he's going to come up or she's going to come up and you're going to be doing four or five days of, of punch list work when you could have eliminated it down to maybe, maybe a half a day or a day. So it's always been my theory. I, it helps with production. Um, you know, people won't agree with it. People won't agree with rolling the walls first and cut it and brushing in them second. I know they won't. Uh, and if there's painters on here, they're all going to say that's the wrong way to do it because you're going to get lap marks, you know? Um, and I say, don't get, don't get too high with your own quality. You know, it is a business. We're not, you know, some companies solely give the highest quality and the perfect finish that, that can be. There's other companies who are in the middle who give repaint jobs. There's nothing wrong with doing what you do and making money with what you do. You don't have to be um, that other company. So do your thing. Uh, be the pickiest painter that you can be at the end of the job and make sure the customer's happy. What the worst thing you can do is keep a sloppy job, um, not clean up the shop area that you have because when homeowners come home or business people come over and see paint all over the place or they see paint chips lying around or all the equipment's left out, for some reason, automatically it raises red flags and they all start looking around. And then you're in trouble. Here's that picture, Kevin. <laughs> so this is this is not the A's, but this is the fleas. Kevin's not on this team. Let me see if I can find the A's. That was the best one I can, but there's Kevin's dad right there. And there was Kevin's brother. Right there. So obviously I've been from I came from the East area a long time. So I know a lot of people around here. We've been um We've been, uh, I'm, at the, I'm right down the road from where I grew up. So what else do you got, Preston? That's pretty much it for today. Um, yeah. Unless you have anything. No, I was just pulling up this picture, and I'm going to do it right now for Kevin, if he's even still watching, but I'm going to pull it up. Um no, I mean, the only other thing is, you know, we're going to try to go through these every week and try to get some more questions. If you have any painting questions, please send them through. There's there we are right there. Send them through. Um, and we'll uh, we'll we'll definitely answer them good or bad. I mean, you know, we all make mistakes, too, on our end. So we'll answer customer questions, clients, client issues, business questions. Um, we can get into to a, on a different show some of the marketing things that can help out your business, uh, your painting business, or any other business. Um, that is really it. So, again, if you need any marketing help with your contracting business, so I'm talking about social media uh, content. If you need posts, if you need help with your videos, anything like that, give us a call. If you need painting work, obviously uh, – that is us. Here we go. Any kind of painting work, epoxy floors, interior, residential, exterior, residential, facility work, definitely facility work. Even if it's a one-day job for a facility, you need a door painted, give us a call. Um, disinfecting services again with all your businesses opening up you still have to keep this going don't ease up please i'm out there and i see people easing up in huge crowds no masks you know just let's do our due diligence and and go from there so that's it for this week see ya
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you're looking for social media content for your contracting business, painting contractors, carpenters, electricians, any type of contractor, please check us out on Instagram at Amato Media or check us out on LinkedIn. We can definitely help you all out. So have a great day.